0: You are listening to the Echo Church Podcast, and we are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. Here we go. Do I say who I am? Yeah. Tell the good people who's sitting here.
1: <laughs> Welcome to another Echo Church Podcast. This week, we hear from Pastor Christy and Pastor Sam discuss a little bit more about the fruit of the Spirit and what it means to them. You'll hear them reference the scripture, Galatians 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Let's hear what they have to say. Hey, guys. It's another beautiful day in Rochester, Minnesota. And I have the pleasure of sitting here with the one, the only Christopher Cass.
0: Christopher. <laughs> we don't want to start that as a trend, and I'm sitting here <laughs> with the super calm, collected, mm. timid Yes. Samuel Kemet. Many <laughs> describe me as submissive <laughs> and introverted. That can be our next subject. <laughs> So Sam and I thought it would be really fun to talk about something that we have mastered today. (laughs) Yes, I have my MBA in this. I have my theology degree in the fruit of the spirit. Yes. The fruit of the spirit is something that... Is a subject that I continually go back to. Yes. Every single day. Yes. <laughs> to the point that I have seriously considered tattooing it on my arm and I'm not even playing because oh, that's a good idea. Mama Cass needs all the help she can get. <laughs> Just constant like constantly, Yes. Between that and the other attributes that we need to be as Christian leaders that I struggle with. But Sam and I thought it would be super fun to connect today and to just share a little insight, dig a little deeper on the fruit of the spirit, and just talk about what it looks like Hmm. to try (laughs) and abide in these principles. Do you remember the first time when you learned about it? I was young for sure. I mean, I grew up in the
1: church, so it was definitely like, you know, Sunday school lesson 101. I
0: remember like grape vines. Like, I think it was like a fruit basket. Yeah, for sure. They had a fruit basket. It's like an activity, a coloring page Mm -hmm. or,
1: you know, something or a nice slide on the PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Fruit of the spirit. So those that don't know, it comes from Galatians five twenty two. 22.
0: Now you want to read it? It is
1: a biblical concept here. It
0: is. It's real. Um, yeah,
1: I'll read. I'm reading the NLT version. But it says, 522, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things! Exclamation point.
0: So which attribute, if you were to pick one, what one would be the easiest for you when you look at this list? Joy. hundred percent. My middle name,
1: Samantha Joy. Never had any trouble with it. Takes a lot to steal my joy. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. So that one comes easy. What about you? What's the easiest one for you? Oh man. I'd say that's a hard one. I know what it is. I I think I know what it is. You do? But I want to hear, I want to hear what you have to say.
0: I'd say kindness. What one were you going to say? I I was
1: debating between that one, but my ultimate pick was faithfulness. Faithfulness. Yeah. You're loyal, a loyal
0: beast. Yeah. Kindness or faithfulness for sure. I definitely, that is like a life principle for me of things that I'm faithful to no matter what. Three years ago, I'm sitting in a study by myself. I was in a Bible study. I was like just reading through scripture, studying on my own here at home. And I realized I for the past 20 years of my adult life, have been saying fruits of the Spirit. I was Mm -hmm. pluralizing fruits. Mm -hmm. and Which makes sense. Makes sense. There's there's several But with that, it was a big moment for me of clarity that God is calling it through the Spirit. These nine attributes are all, they all come together. And we're supposed to seek having these and carrying these Mm -hmm. every single day. And when I think of fruits, it's like, oh, so I'm going to, I'm going to focus on gentleness and patience and the other ones can just go to the wayside. I got two out of the nine. I got two what out of the nine. I'm good. For. And so that was a big moment for me of just realizing that it's fruit singular that God wants us to have. All, All encompassing. Them. Yeah. It's kind of a great analogy for us
1: as a body of Christ too. You know, for, for you, kindness and faithfulness is going to come easier. For me, joy is going to come easier. And just another reason that it's so important for us to all unify as a body Mm -hmm. of Christ and lean on each other for those other attributes and learn from each other. And, and all that, it's kind of that, that just kind of perfect picture of us coming together in that way. It makes me think of the Enneagram too, Mm -hmm. how we all have the different strengths and weaknesses and how God and God's spirit really embodies all of the good of every single number. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why we need to rely on each other and why we all need each other.
0: What's your hardest word that you look at? Mm. So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control.
1: Probably either gentleness or patience. Where is that what you would guess for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I can be a bit of a heavy hitter and just like, okay, this way or that way. Oh, that's wrong. Okay, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Um. so for the gentleness aspect, working on that. And then I can think patience goes along with that too. Oh, this isn't working, f- fix mm-hmm. it. Oh, you know, what's the problem? Get over it kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, But we all, we all need that patience and that, and that gentleness. I mean, that's how that embodies what our God is, embodies what the Holy Spirit is. And so yeah, it can be a bit challenging.
0: How about you? I would say for mine, it would be self-control mm. and Self-control, for sure, when it comes to, I'm naturally pretty impulsive. Mm. So, and I can easily start justifying something, whether it's something I do, something I want to buy. It's just, I can get in this rut or I have these habits that I don't want to deal with. And then I wrote down patience when I was just studying this earlier this morning. That is like my biggest struggle. I just feel like I just lack. And I think too, awareness of these Of our habits, of our temperament, of like our natural go-to response is so hard because I just think it's easy to go in pilot mode or even when you think of the Enneagram, well, this is just what I do. I'm just the queen of justifying my action. And so I think for me with when I look at patience and really trying to buck what Christy naturally wants to do. And not that your natural, your natural tendencies, it's not that those are bad. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like you, you take that nat- natural tendency to go get her and get it done and do it right now. Like you, you need that fire, right? Mm-hmm. To get things done in this life. But it's just that balance. Okay. Like, yes, we need to get it done. Okay. But hold up. Maybe we need to do a little research on this first. Maybe we need to wait just a minute, pray on it for a minute here. <laughs> Maybe consult a person or two. And then let's step forward mm-hmm. like with this action.
0: Yeah. And I think being an Enneagram three. I am the queen of, I have a list and I don't care. Sometimes through all the little details, like I'm going to plow through this list and I'm going to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're being married to Andy. He's meticulous and thorough and he's like a little more slow moving with it because he, he wants it to, he wants to do a good job. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing, even in my marriage, seeing that, but like for me, the patience of God is trying to teach me every single day, Christy, slow down a little, or even look around at the beauty. I was just going to say, take a minute. I I see that in Andy where he's like, yeah, let's do it, but let's
1: see where the day takes us. Like, Yes, let's make a plan, but also let's adapt (laughs) or whatever. You know, the checklist isn't the most important thing, even though it's good to have one or Yeah. yeah, I see that too.
0: Like I've had a vision even during this crazy season we've been in over and over that we're at a track meet and Andy's in the bleachers and he's observing He's seeing everything around us. Or if you're on a mountain, if you're hiking and you're like, He's up at the mountain and I'm more on the ground going, well, this is what I see right in front of me. I'm not seeing the full picture. And I think that God wants, I feel with the attributes, He wants me to see the full picture. Yeah. And to take that time, Mm -hmm. which can be hard. When I was looking up the word patience, I just think of, Things that were popping up to me too was like in the waiting and in the suffering. And I think, yeah, (laughs) so easy. Like, suffering is one of the first words that's a description under that. And I think that that was eye opening to me because I think that this is a guide and a tool that we are supposed to use every single day. And I think a fruit, you know, if we're looking at the illustration of actual fruit and it has roots and you want good, healthy roots. You want deep soil. And what do you have to do with roots every day? Or if you have fruit, you water it. And am I watering? You know, when you look at our Christian walk or our faith, am I reading my Bible? Am I praying? Am I repenting? Am I sitting in his presence? Am I worshiping him? Yes, through music and, you know, expression, but am I worshiping God? And how I'm living every day, and how I'm treating yes, people. Yes, and I think that that to me, it's so easy to say, "Well, I did that. I checked it off my mm-hmm. list." Yes, but it's that overflow of my heart and like the Holy Spirit working in me every day. So good, and that's what's hard. We got to spend some time
1: with Carrie Garcia,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: she is incredible. If you don't know who she is, look her up.
0: On she is the real deal. <laughs> she is Carrie the real deal. K a r r i e Scott Garcia.
1: Yes. Look her up now. But, um,
0: she talked
1: a lot about the difference between behavior modification and heart transformation. And it was just so, so good. So kind of like what Christy was saying, you know, you can, you can have your checklist. You can say, well, look at my behavior for the day. I spent, I did my five minute Devo. Mm -hmm. I spent 10 minutes, you know, reading this book in the Bible. I, I was on my knees this morning when I got up and I prayed for my family and for my neighborhood. Check, check, check. And then it's like, oh, but wait, how did I react when Mm -hmm. my child was disobedient? Yeah. Oh, how, how? Was I patient in line at the grocery store was, you know, I mean, all these things, how are you treating just all the individuals that you come across every day or even yourself when you mess something up? What are you speaking to -hmm. yourself? Like, Oh, what an idiot. Or is it like, Oh, okay. I need to rethink this. I mean, just all the things it's such a deeper issue than, Mm -hmm. than the checklist. Yes. Just so
0: good. Yeah. And one thing that Carrie did with us when we were sitting down with her is she had us break down, just do almost like a checklist to check in with how you're doing or how you're feeling. And she broke it down with like, how am I with myself? Like, Mm -hmm. how am I with God? And then how am I with others? And I think I loved that triad aspect because I think it's super easy when I looked at those questions that she had us answer. And it was just, you know, like a yes, no. Mm -hmm. Some I like didn't even have to cross up like, oh, I'm good in that area. And then with others, you know, like how am I with myself? That one I circled more. So it's I think we can really lean on our strength. Well, I'm good with these things and it's super easy to operate in that and lean into those and forget about the things that we're weak in. And that was very eye opening to me on just the behavior modification. And I think, too, when you're in a relationship with someone like I want to draw out the strengths of others. I want to help call out things that they're maybe struggling with and walk alongside them. Right. And it can be really easy. Even when I look at these attributes of, are we treating others? Like it's, yes, am I, am I living in this manner, but am I treating people with, by using these attributes? And mm-hmm. even right now with how divided our country is and just all the hot topics that are going on and the conversations and I just think God wants us to funnel a filter and to really go to the Holy Spirit and ask Him, like, how can I respond to this, or what do you, what do you say about this? In Galatians, I believe He brings up just the importance of
1: staying unified mm-hmm. as a body of Christ, and that if you are causing division, like that is that's not of God. And, I, and I'm ah, there's an ending where He says, like, look at the. Letters I'm using to note that this is most important. He's like, you know what I mean? And then afterwards he's saying like, love your neighbor as yourself. Treat all these things out of love. If your neighbor is straying from the path of God, then yes, correct them, but do it out of place of gentleness and humility and love. And how important? How important? Mm -hmm. Because we live in a world of just so many different strong, opinions and it can be so easy to be known by those strong opinions instead of being known by the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. like how amazing if we all knew our neighbors by yep. the fruit of the spirit and you know not who they were voting for mm-hmm. or not what matters that they were against i mean it's just it's a very convicting message i know for me it's just like a daily surrender like of course it's Okay, to have opinions. <laughs> you know, it's not against that, but it's just realizing that there is something so far above your opinions or the matters of this world. And it always comes back to the Holy Spirit.
0: Absolutely. And I think when you look at Galatians 5, like you mentioned, love your neighbor as yourself, but that's what it says right before. And I think it's really easy with, I'd say this scripture is a popular verse in the Bible yeah. for many reasons. Yeah. It, sh- it should stand out. Mm-hmm. And I think of, that in general, reading the book of Galatians, like super short book in the Bible, very, like I go back to it all the time. It's one of my faves in regards to just like restructuring my life and recommitting, recommitting it's every single day. Like I commit to this, but when you're in Galatians five and you jump down to 22 and that's verse 22, and that's where it goes through the fruit of the spirit. But right above that, like you said, it's in see here verse 14, where it says, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you will be consumed by one another.
1: Your generosity continues to amaze us. Thank you for your tithes. Today, we want to touch on our generous initiative. We are beginning the process of what we call echo permanence. Right now we are looking for a space to call home. In order to do that, we need to be prepared for that type of expense. And there is no better time to prepare than now. We want to encourage you. Would you give beyond your tithe today? Will you be a part of making this miracle happen? Head to our website below and select the line item,
0: Generous. if you read the title of chapter five, it's freedom of a Christian. Mm -hmm. And so they're all of this as if we want to live in freedom, because I think it's so easy to feel. I know for me, I felt like I'm in bondage or I'm just carrying these chains or this dead weight or things like, why am I on? Why have I not unpacked this yet? Or why am I still just the shame, the guilt, pride, Pride's a big one for me of I'm still here. Like I'm still not physically like in the city, but I'm here in this head space. Mm-hmm. Why and am I still anxious about yes. this?
1: Yeah. I'm I'm still struggling with anger towards this person. Yeah. yeah. All those things.
0: You had mentioned prior to us talking on this podcast, but you were like even looking up the opposite aspects of the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. When you think of the, you know, attributes that would be the opposite, what jumps out at you? I know for me, I think of envy, yeah, pride, mm-hmm. fear, fear. Like with patience,
1: it's like this outburst. Like you can't, and of course, I mean self control. That's you when know, addiction, probably to mm-hmm. anything. I mean, you know, you could be addicted to so many things. It doesn't have to be something heavy hitting. Yeah. You know, drugs, alcohol, whatever. I mean, you can be addicted to bad relationships. You can be addicted to Netflix. You can be mm-hmm. addicted to you know food, whatever the things are. There's so many different things sinful nature or our flesh to be drawn to as like their source of like what makes you feel good that day. That's a great one. Are you addicted Mm -hmm. to feeling good? Mm -hmm. I think that's so big, especially probably in America more so than, than anywhere else. And so just looking at, okay, what is, what is my source of feeling good? And then just, you know, having that that mind check or that soul check, even more so of knowing that there is a greater source. Like if you, like you said, if you're just deeply rooted and you're watering, mm-hmm. what are you watering? Are you watering, you know, the, the flesh? Are you watering those fruit of the spirit so that you can operate out of this true place of joy and peace and kindness?
0: We live in a, you deserve it culture. Yeah. And a negative aspect, like we deserve freedom and living full, you know, fully present, fully alive. But I think of just the the mask that we can wear and we can put on. It's very eye opening for me. And I just think even this subject overwhelms you or when you read this verse, you're like, there is no way I think we can instantly be defeated sometimes. Yeah. So it's unpacking it, you know, even right now, as you listen, like, I'm gonna focus on a word a week. And even looking up, I've done this in my own study where all like starting with love, like looking up scripture on the, on the word love. Mm-hmm. And what does it look like for me? What are goals that I can set? What are scripture that I can memorize? How can I act in this? And I think of choosing action, but choosing like how to worship through it, how to pray through it yeah. and just going through those. Because I know for me, that's where the breakthrough begins. Right. And I think repenting too. And sometimes it's, I have to apologize to my husband or my kids or, you know, close friends and family, just like, I'm sorry for doing this. It's such good recognition. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, most of the time they're going to know like that you're sorry or they see the better attributes of you. It's not that like they need the apology, but I feel like it's just such a good self recognition. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I, I mucked up and now I'm recognizing that. And I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to move forward. You said the, you deserve it culture and what popped in my head immediately was instant gratification. Mm -hmm. You know, we, that also kind of goes along with that. Okay. I did this one good deed. And so now I deserve it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How can, you know, not that you shouldn't, you know, celebrate your, your small victories, like, of course, but you also can't look at these nine attributes of the fruit of the spirit and think like, okay, yep. I'm going to read this every single day this month. And then it's going to be, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be set. I'm going to have all the fruit of the Spirit every single day. You know, it's not, it's definitely a a life's work, the fruit of the Spirit, kind of like you said, it's something we just are always coming back to.
0: I can just see myself in two gardens side by side with like a gate and a pathway. And it's like the one garden is the garden that the Holy Spirit and God wants for me and wants me to tend to and water and pulling the weeds and I don't. I'm not a gardener. Doing all the garden things, pruning, fertilizer. You know, tending to it. <laughs> I'm a ten, tending to my garden, talking to the flowers. You, you know, but this. yeah. But there's the other <laughs> garden that it's just like it's that whole illustration. Like, which one do you choose to go and walk into? Like the other one represents my past or the things that are my flesh. You know, because I think bottom line, it's dividing our life. Like what my flesh wants and what the Holy Spirit is calling me to do mm-hmm. and to live by, mm-hmm. and. We've never arrived. You know, it's daily work, life work until we go to heaven, period. I just want to encourage you, like the listeners right now, that you're to not give up, to not quit, to not feel overwhelmed. And even just like whatever feeling or emotion you think of when you, because I can, we can easily just start justifying or come up with excuses or just feel shame or broken, whatever you identify with. But God wants us to live in that whole freedom. And I think that if we seek him and we seek these attributes. it's a really good start oh, it's a great start and and you can you
1: can say that it's it's a life's work and that it's never finished and it's a constant battle and you you can take that negatively like what's oh mm-hmm. then what's the point I'm already you know i'm de- defeated, but if you look at it out of a out of a place of hope, it's really quite beautiful like. There's always more. There's always more goodness of God available mm-hmm. to you, available to everyone around you. So why would you not want to seek after that mm-hmm. daily?
0: Let's uh, should we try breaking down the nine attributes with the nine numbers? Oh, the nine numbers. Let's do Let's it. Spew it out. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's do it. I'll make. We'll make a graph and everything. She's making a graph. So, <laughs> we have number one: the the reformer, the perfectionist. Do you think that's? I say self control. Oh,
1: 100 percent. Yes. Everything? Yes. Two is the helper, and just f what we're talking about things that come easiest. Yeah. each number. Yeah. So two is known
0: as the helper. I think kindness. Kindness. I was looking at that too. Perfect. Okay. Three is the achiever. Mm-mm. Not gentle. <laughs> yeah. Maybe faith faithfulness. We'll faithfulness. Four is the individualist or the artist, the creative. Love. I think love for sure. They just they love people so well. Alright, so we have the reformer is
1: self-control. Yes. The two is helper, kindness. Three is achiever. Are we not sure? Four, individualist, love. Five, the investigator is patience. Six, the loyalist, goodness. Seven, Enthusiast, Joy. Eight, Challenger, Faithfulness. Nine, Peacemaker,
0: Gentleness. So we don't have peace on one of them. Oh, peace. I think peace should just be Peacemaker. I feel like a three could be goodness.
1: I think three could be goodness for sure.
0: What one's gentleness? Remind me again. I'm sorry.
1: Then we have Gentleness and Kindness left. Let me see it. Bring it over. Oh wait. Um. Right now, kindness does not have a home, and gentleness doesn't have a home. And we're looking at what two numbers? Gentleness could be two. They're very motherly. Yes. Let me, let's do that.
0: It's definitely not a three. No. Sorry. I'm. Th- I'm ta- speaking to myself.
1: Gentleness is a two. All right. And I'm then a little intense. So then we have goodness. and I like goodness for a three. For a three, yeah, me too.
0: Okay, so we have one. So then
1: six would be kindness. Yes, it totally works.
0: All right. So this is
1: the nine.
0: Sam and and Christie's unpacking of the Enneagram (laughs) with the fruit of the spirit. Go. Here we go.
1: Number one, the reformer, self-control. Number two, the helper, gentleness. Number three, the achiever, goodness. Number four, the individualist, love. Number five, the investigator, patience. Number six, the loyalist, kindness. Number seven, the enthusiast, joy. Duh. Number eight, the challenger, faithfulness. And number nine, the peacemaker,
0: peace. I think it's good. I love it. Me too. And if you know the Enneagram, then you can look at the opposite numbers where you go on strength and weakness. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Oh. That is correct. I'm... Share share with the listeners where so you real... go when you're unhealthy. Nine is peacemaker. That's where I go when I'm unhealthy. But I need I need to seek some peace in my life. Meaning, meaning she has no peace when yeah. she's unhealthy. <laughs> and Andy would say, Yep. <laughs> that's true i'm a little bit of a bulldozer oh man no that's good i like it and when
1: i'm a seven when i am unhealthy it would be self-control which is yeah that's good
0: i love it really good that's great well thanks thanks sam for this little deep dive you know what can i say what can i say see you next time i just love fruit see you next time guys go get some grapes
1: thank you for joining us on this week's episode if you have any questions or prayer requests, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at hey at dot church. This episode was produced and mixed by Just Hit Publish Productions.